there's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Elliot Blake, I want to say one thing to you. Yes, what is it? Good luck. Oh, thank you. We're going to need the luck of the Irish today because we have a young man in here. Oh, yeah. A stellar, young, tightly curled-haired fella in here that, (laughs) as the girls say, he'll just knock your boots off and then ask you to put them back on very kindly. I I have to say, my boots were knocked off, and then I've just left them off. Yeah, but you're the kind of man who likes their feet to breathe. That's true, I do. What would it take for me to get you to introduce the title of this show? I would say uh, $1. Okay. And a lovely smile. And may I add a firm handshake to that as well? Yes. Here's your dollar. (laughs) Thank you. You can hear the smile in my voice. (laughs) Oh, I can. And that handshake. There it is. We did it for real, folks. We We really really handshook. Elliot, do it. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, children from 9 to 92, Mm. welcome to another episode of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Blake. Sitting across from me is my equi-host, Gary Anthony Williams. Oh, it feels good. And I'm glad, you know, when this fellow came over today, I was like, I hope he brings that clap of his that he's known for. Yeah. And I hope he brings that crowd cheer of his. It's, it's really, I yeah. feel like I'm in a stadium full of people. Oh, boy. Wow. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, America's uh, third favorite neighbor, Oscar Nunez. Hi. Hi, oh. you guys. Oh. I have a question. I, just, I have so many answers. What for camera you. am I looking into? Where yeah. am I? I don't see anything. There's the overhead one. Okay. There's a two shot, which we call a dirty shot. That's over your shoulder. Okay. To, see to, that one to me. Okay. There's another dirty over your shoulder. Okay. To Elliot. So this is a total of five. And then nope, there's a from up from under that basically shoots taint okay. to face. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna get you with the taint to face. TDF. Uh, do you know what we do here on this podcast, by the way? I know I tricked you, you over. Yes. You let me know yep. yesterday if I was. So someone must have canceled. Someone canceled. Yeah. Someone yeah. canceled. Yeah. Everybody canceled. I live kind of close by. Yeah. And, and so I think it's an interview, a uh, podcast. Yeah. Ellie and I, have, we've coined this phrase. No one's ever said it before. We're going to chit immediately followed by a chat. As my dear friend, home mixologist uh, extraordinaire, Elliot Blake customizes a drink for you live on air. And that is trademarked, that chit for chit. chat. And then immediately and followed by that, a chat. Yeah, that's it's trademarked. trademarked. Yep. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but that's why we think we could, that's why we got an easy trademark and also who else would want to say that? You no know what else is a that. mouthful? Hmm. Oscar Nunez. <laughs> He's, that, that's, you know what they called you back in Cuba? A mouthful of talent. With the third name, if you want to throw it in there, yep. it's Oscar Eduardo Nunez. Eduardo Nunez. Yes. De Cuba. De Cuba. Uh, there's a drink situation going on. Oh, yeah, there's a drink situation. Should what, I what, uh, that, as, talk about As it? he says. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? All right. So uh, as uh, longtime listeners know, okay. uh, we have a guest on, and I, uh, through a text exchange, find out what your go-to cocktail is. This is true. You texted me last night. And what? you told me, I said, what's your go-to cocktail? What do you like to drink? When you go out, what do you order? And you said? I Well, I thought, because it's morning bloody, uh, a Bloody Mary. Mm. But I thought a virgin Bloody Mary because it's kind of early. I've yeah. been up. I went to the farmer's market this morning. I love and to then know. I, and then I came here. Just tell me, <laughs> seriously, which farmer's market did you go to and who did you meet? Right here in the valley. Oh, There's a couple around town, everybody. This is nationwide. Are we going? What, what are we? We are going nationwide. Oh, yeah. We're worldwide. Well, we're going worldwide. We live in the valley. We're here in beautiful Hollywood. And I live up on the hill in Mulholland. So I can break to the Hollywood side or the valley side. I choose the valley side. Farmer's Market at the Valley, down at Laurel Canyon, yep. has a pony ride and oh, a yeah, petting zoo. Studio oh, yeah. City Farmer's Market. Yeah, so oh, my yeah. kid likes yeah. that one. That's a good one. So, you know, so yeah, I go buy a veggies, and we have a meats. We have bison and oh. chicken. Hmm. 
From Did you get a bison? Farm. Did you buy any bison? We buy bison every week. We buy bison. Wow. There's a place right down the street, Eduardo, that sells camel meat. What? Yeah, right down the street from here. Really? They sell camel meat. You go there and it, it has it all laid out and you can pick which meats or vegetables you want and they cook it up right there. And one of their meat choices is camel. I don't know if it's from All the hump these or the years that I have been looking for camel meat and been disappointed and it's can... been right down the street the whole time and I didn't know. Have you tried it? I am a vegan. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Camel meat is vegan. Is camel totally totally vegan? Plant based meat. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to. Camels go. are plant based. The people, next time, most people don't know that. Eduardo, the next time you see me, my breath will smell of fresh camel meat. <laughs> oh god. So we're thinking imported. Uh, I, I think this might be domestic. <laughs> from where? Where I are they? The, I think these might be domestic camels from Arizona, like Arizona, Encino, yeah. maybe. Oh, maybe. Breaking yeah. news: Sally, the camel's missing from LA Zoo. Uh, where are they getting the meat from? Sally, the tasty camel. The tasty dromedary. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, you guys, I've traveled far and wide. I go up to Santa Barbara and San Inez, and I see ostrich. Yeah. I sure. see bison. I've never seen camels roaming the meadows and glens of uh, of Southern California. Do you know? Well, so they're desert dwellers. Where I mean, are they getting the meat? I, I, get I, I don't know. I'm shocked by this whole development. If we have time, yeah. I will look up the name of that place. Yeah. We will call them yep. on this show oh, and my. ask them where they get their meats from. I, you know what? Their camel They've meat. They've got to be free range because they, they can't keep them in cages. You, you can't cage you a camel. You can't cage a camel. I read yep. the books you two co-wrote, You Can't Cage a Camel book, yep. and mm-hmm. I was inspired. It's a very, very popular well, children's that's a series. metaphor. It was about acting. Oh, I literally I'm, thought it was about what we were talking about. The spirit of the spirit of entrepreneurship and being a yeah. camel, a, yeah, a uh, wild an actor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I also <laughs> I also took it at face value. I didn't realize, but hey, okay. Elliot, now you tell me we're right. We did this Facebook, so <laughs> yeah. we, it might have been a misunderstanding. Yeah, it been. Oh well, you tried. Yeah. I, I wonder uh, what it tastes like. I doubt it tastes like chicken because they also have alligator at the same restaurant, which uh, I'm sure that's their chicken. And I've had gator. This gator, as you say. Yeah. Does it really taste like chicken? I would think it would taste like an oily chicken if it tasted like chicken at all. It tastes I I don't know what this character is. <laughs> He's from Louisiana. I had my gator in Florida. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Louisiana gator and, down in Florida. And it was deep fried and it tastes like it's okay. You're like, okay, I'll have a basket of gator and it's okay. It's not like, mmm, delicious it's like chicken in, in that category, in that place. As in it, it, as in it's deep fried. It's like chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It, it, it's not horrible. It's okay. Did you go to the alligator farm down in Florida? Have either of you ever been there? I've never been. No. They, they, there's an alligator farm where you can actually go feed the baby gators. And they had one down there. I was there when he was alive, and now he's dead. His name was Gomek. G-O-M-E-K. The largest gator ever in captivity. This thing was unbelievable. How and long they would was it? come out and bring a skip muskrat sure. and throw it to him to eat. His head was as big as my body. He was huge. Go man. This was at a gator farm. At the gator farm in uh Saint Augustine. I have some information for you. I would love the it. The whole state of Florida? Yeah. It's a gator farm. Hey, uh, free my, roaming. My sister lives in Naples and they're everywhere. Free roaming gators. You, just, you know it. Are you you're not from there? I, from, I'm from Georgia, from but Georgia. I've often you tripped over gators? the line. You guys have gators. No, we, isn't that funny? You don't have gators in Georgia. We they just, can't. They don't get to cross we, the line. No, they, they don't. don't get we, to cross the but there's line. palm trees. It's the tropic. It's it's the no, weather. We don't know palm trees there. What? So we just started getting maybe, uh, maybe in south southeast Georgia. Yeah, but, yeah. but we just started getting uh, armadillo there. They just started really? crossing the line really? in the last five years. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I have a question about Gomec. Yeah, so he lived at a gator farm. He lived at a gator farm and he was in this big huge tank and to show you how big he was yeah. on the carpet yeah they had a carpet line drawing of him so you could see this is this gator's actual size. so so now i know sometimes at some gator farms like if you can wrestle a gator you can take one home yeah. or you know and, and they'll kill it for you and they'll <laughs> yeah. and then you got your gator yeah. meat did they offer that like if you you know if you beat gomac in a wrestling right. in a gator wrestling you get to take him home or if you lose, yeah, yeah. he gets the that was that he gets something? to take you home. And yeah, by yeah, home, we mean his lower intestine. No, yeah, yeah. I think the mistake is you're thinking he's just one of the guys and he's the star. So you're not going to do he's that it. to him. Yeah, you might okay. wrestle another gator, but yeah. not Gomek. No, uh, he's, you... he's the star attraction, am I right? Yeah, yeah. He's the star attraction. He was, he was a star no, attraction. You don't want him. They don't want. They don't want to. They don't want to take, the, want to take the risk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Plus, even in his old days, you weren't going to beat Gomek. Like, if you see this thing, you will think, I'm watching Jurassic Park, the movie, and you're not, And you're not wrong. Not. They go way back. They do. They yeah. are one of the eldermen, as, if, if, if we would, can say right. it. I, the eldermen. I'll allow it. Thank you, Judge. One of the original reptiles. Yeah, one of the original reps. Uh, 
that drink? Yeah, the, right. The, Throw the drink. So oh, oh my let's, God. let's Daddy's talk, getting thirsty. So let's talk about this drink. So uh, so Virgin Bloody Mary. And mm-hmm. I thought, all right, well, no booze. Now, look, we've done 11 a.m. shows before, mm-hmm. uh, and we've been drinking. I just go home but and take a nap. If I have a drink, I'll I, go home and take a nap. I tend to get nappy. As do I. So when you said a Virgin Bloody Mary, I thought, great. And in part because today's Sunday. We recorded two shows on Friday, one at 11 and one at 4. And then I went to a party on Friday night, and I drank more. And so, and then I went out last night with my wife. We had a rare, lovely date. Mm-hmm. It was our it was our second date in two weeks, actually. Well, like date night. It's we've just we things things have like like the kids. You don't want to become over familiar because well, yeah, it's uh-uh. been now. It was, Once you it learn was, all her secrets, yeah. The, 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 what is it? What is it <laughs> off the rose? The uh, something's the, off the, the rose. The, the scent, the dew, the the, 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 the thorn. What is the it? scent the, of the dew I, of the thorn. No, it's something. What is it? It's the not the hue. What is it? The shine. The shine. I don't know. I don't know what it is. If only we had some kind of device that could help us look these things up but anyway so we were out last night and we had a couple of cocktails last night and i thought to myself having a an alcohol-free cocktail this morning is going to be great and restorative Uh Mm uh-huh so you know what i had last night what yeah and it'll give you a clue to my cuisine i had a sapporo reserve so okay so you had you had a japanese beer yes so what and, did i have and to eat so i'm gonna did oh. you have did you have sushi last pizza night? no okay. uh, uh, sushi you're right okay <laughs> <laughs> and we went to see a movie you guys juliet naked oh yeah is it any good oh it's so good were you clothed when you saw it or did we're you were clothed but was it's juliet it's, naked no but here's the thing it's one of those times where you walk into a movie that you don't know anything about yeah and i knew nothing about this movie it was great the cast is great Great movie. And anyway, go, go right. talk about the drink. Longtime listeners will will be tired of this story, but oh, I like Lord. to tell every guest. Oh Christ! Uh, what's going on? Gary's even tired of it. No, I'm um, not. I say, Oh Lord, and Oh Christ in a great way. Oh, oh, okay, great. Yeah, okay, because sure. It's like, Oh Lord, way. are you listening? Oh Christ, here, here it comes. <laughs> uh, so earlier this year, I did a Kickstarter project to come up with 100 custom cocktails for backers, and it was funded. Wait, and hold so on, hold I on. wait, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. You came up with a what? A Kickstarter? A Kickstarter project. You're you familiar need with money Kickstarter? money to help you make cocktails? What's going on? <laughs> I do. What's really going what on? What's happening? Uh, well, look, well, he, I, he's saying, what's really going on? <laughs> all right. No. You, I'm tired of people right. like, the funding and the thing. What's happening here? All right. Can't so, you just really, make a drink? What's really? Oh, I can make a drink. All right. Go ahead, all right. Elaborate. Okay. <laughs> they, I had done a previous Kickstarter for to raise money to make a comic book, which I used as a pre-ordering system for people to Buy a so this is like a Ponzi scheme that you drop into whatever dream yeah, you exactly. want to drop it into And dream. so drop it into dreams. So Kickstarter reached out to me and other people who had done Kickstarters before and said, hey, we have this creative prompt. Make 100 of something for people. It just And it's a limited run. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I thought, hey, that sounds kind of cool. And I thought, well, I would like to do that. I wonder what I could do. And I thought, well, I, I'm pretty handy with a cocktail. Maybe I can make 100 cocktails for people. I'll send out a survey and say, hey, what do you like to drink? Like, what's your base spirit of choice? What's your go-to cocktail and various other uh, things? And then I will craft a cocktail for you based on that information. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. See? See? So not so horrible. I understand. No, I get it. I want to, and on this too, I want to make a 100 promises that I'll break. I think I can do that. Okay, okay. and I get good. money. People send me money for this. Yeah, yeah. Go fund. I, but I think before you, any of that, you need to apologize. Anyway, <laughs> finish. I do. You, you I came do. down. It made on sense. Him. No, it made so, sense. I thought it was a, a, a Madall. What's the guy? who went in jail? Bernie, uh, uh, Bernie uh, Madoff. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Madoff. Madoff. I thought yeah. it was one of those things you mm, were running here. And I know, I know Gary better than that. And you I'm know, like, oh, I would. What did Elliot lure him into? Right. I lured him into this whole jobby that we're doing now. So, yeah, so for 15 bucks, which is the cost of a cocktail at a nice bar, you get your own cocktail named after you or new, that is for you. And okay. I send the recipe off and you can make this cocktail for yourself, for your friends. And you've got your own customized Every cocktail. Every time I make this cocktail, do I have to shell out 15 bucks to you? Yes. No, you did oh not. Boy. No. Yeah. So this it, one it is a made I like this. It's yeah. a made So so I'm very I'm very wealthy now. Okay. Um so this cocktail is actually one I did not come up with for anybody that was on the Kickstarter, but it was something that I like I decided I wanted to make some kind of a savory cocktail and mm-hmm. this thing was kicking around in my head and my wife said, "Well, why don't you just make it and put it up on the Kickstarter blog as a freebie for everybody?" Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to do that because okay. I'm, I've got a very big heart. Right on. Very, I've got an enlarged heart. Right on. And oh, uh, medication for that. <laughs> it I, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm on positive. I know. But, 
I'm on medication. Oh, Lordy. So this and is a positive way. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Way. So this is, this one's called uh, Mr. McGregor's Martini. What's in it? What is normally in it, the, the alcoholic version of it has two ounces of cucumber and basil infused vodka. Okay. And so oh. you just chop up some cucumber and you drop it in. I'm some, allergic you know. to cucumber. Is that part of it? Are you really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> all, right. Oh, all right, he got oh, me. I got gotcha. you. That's called gotcha. the, that's called a zinger. That's the zinger. I've been listening zinging. at home. That's the Nunez zinger. It's a zinger. zinger. If you're keeping score, the Nunez zinger. Oscar won. Elliot nothing. Yep. Uh, then uh, there, there's a half ounce of uh, of Dolan Dry Vermouth, a half ounce of organic 100% carrot juice, and then grape mm. tomatoes which have been muddled, and then some salt. And uh, because, you know, it's basically it's all fresh vegetables. You need to season it a little yeah. bit. And then uh, some celery bitters. And so it now. It sounds like a V8. It's kind of like a V8, but it's better than a V8. Okay. Because okay. it's like an E8. All right, open mind. So so anyway, so now because uh, you said a virgin Bloody Mary, I made a virginal version of this. And so instead of using uh, vodka and vermouth, I've been making some cucumber basil water. What I'm going to do is I'm going to muddle up the cucumber and basil that's in that water and okay. just really get all that flavor out of it. And then I'm going to make the cocktail. So I think now I'm going to make the cocktail. Hey, good luck. All right. You guys chit and then follow, then follow with the chat. Follow the yeah. chat. And, and at any time, if you want to chittle with us yeah. or chattel with us, please, okay. please join right in. Is he capable of doing that while he's yeah. making the cocktail? He, he can chime in? Yeah, he bends down. So he's yeah. done he this. Some, he's done I've this. He's done, done this. it at least seven times. <laughs> at least seven. Well, first of all, folks, not, but they, thank you for teaching us new words like the Nunez zinger. We still don't know what's what's missing from the rose. What's the the bud? The bud. The bud. The is bud off the rose. is off the rose. That's it. Okay. All Believe right. it or not, the bud's off the rose. I I'm, wish we had a kid, like an apprentice or something, like researching I, as oh, we go. Good. If we want to start painting, we want to pass that around. Should we so, smell? Yeah, your you know what? I actually, also, I added to put a little uh, pickle brine in there, also, just to give it a little extra flavor. I but just, there's no tomato. I in smelled it. a jar oh, oh, with uh, cucumbers and water in you, it, folks. You just hang on. I need to just you chill. just chill, Gary. Wait, wait, the the luster, a rose's luster. I think I think it's bud. Wait a minute! You just said you smelled a jar of cucumber and water, and I talked all over you. And I, 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 I that's I, what he passed I, around. People can't see us at home. We, he, uh, Elliot passed around a jar of a. Uh, it's, a, a new, it's a ball jar. It's a what? It's a ball jar. It's a ball jar. It's a ball it's a jar. Ball jar. It's a, well, that's what we kept our mayonnaise in. Because oh, okay. we were, we didn't refrigerate our mayonnaise where I come from. You make your mayonnaise, you set it out in the sun, and you let it ripen. That's a Georgia thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a Georgia thing. Uh, you are not from Georgia. I am not from Georgia. You said earlier you said you have a sister in Florida. Naples, Florida. Did you grow up in Florida? No, I grew up in New Jersey. My sister's there. What in part Florida. of New Jersey? Weehawking, Union City. Okay. Weehawking is one of those places that, then they use that sometimes on like Bugs Bunny, like as a joke place. Weehawking. Yeah, and it, like, it's, it's in Broadway, Danny Rose, and yeah, you're right, Hoboken, Weehawking. Weehawking, Hoboken. Because yeah. I think Bugs is like from Queens or something. Yeah. He's from there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he is. He's a city. He's a city bunny. Yeah. You know, and if he's not from there, he, I think he grew up there and then migrated west. And then he lived here yeah. near Warner Brothers right, Studio. Right. But, but he, he but was mentally, born back east. And mentally, yeah. he kept that New York about oh, he himself. Kept it, he kept it New York. Uh, where were you born? You were born in New Jersey? No, I was born in Cuba. I was You're born, like full-blown Cuban. I was full-blown Cuban, yes. And left there when? Oh, I must have been two or three. I was little. And were you already a showman at that age? Because I know I was not a showman when I was little. I I was not a showman, but I was a showman by, uh, I think, 6th, 7th, 8th grade. I was like, oh, I can say funny things and make people laugh. And I was pretty early on. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is who I am. And, and it was always on the comedy side. It, wasn't it was like always a on the thing. comedy side. Always on the comedy side. Were the parents funny, too? Oh, yeah. We were, you know, we were watching, uh, you know, I grew up on TV and... We were watching uh, the Carol Burnett show was mm. a big deal for me. Yeah. And that was like the first time I'm like, uh, oh, this is really yeah. funny and I want to do this and I like these people. Yeah. And it was in particular Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman used to do this bit where Carol Burnett was already with Ken Berry or whoever was on the thing, Lyle Wagner. And they'd, they'd already be doing a sketch on stage. Mm -hmm. And then the bit was that, you know, they would enter and join the – and then it was – Harvey Corman, in character as an actor, to walking and join them. Uh -huh. And his bit was he would walk out to join them, and then the audience would start laughing. Right, he would make a beeline and go uh -huh. and stop and like yeah. bow to the audience, yeah. and they'd be waiting for him, like looking at their watches. And my father would lose his shit. And he's like, "Oh, 
They are waiting for him, Oscar. He can't do that. Shut up, bitch. No. Come on. Come on. And I, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. He's not really mad at him. He's making believe he's mad at him. And he gets it. And he's like, no, no, look. But he, he go and he, but oh, come on. He can't do that. They are on stage waiting for him. Oh, your dad was mad at Harvey. He was mad at Harvey Corman. And I'm like, oh shit. And then. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, Harvey's breaking the fourth wall. Right. He's not really doing that. That's part of the whole right. thing. Yeah, this know? is the shtick, Dad. Yeah, and I love the way he would like stop and like slow down his walk as if he had no choice. Yeah. Like chagrin, like, yeah, Ugh, and then turn and like, oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, and then the go, audience is asking yes, for this. Yes, I, I got to deliver. Can't. I can't. You know who I saw do that recently? I saw Elton John <laughs> in uh, at a music festival. He pulled a Corman, and he would play a song, and then he would get up from his piano. And he walked to the front of the stage and he'd do this big grand bow in full awareness of what he was doing and what he looked like. And that made me like him 3,000 times more. Yeah. So, yeah. But when you saw Harvey <clears throat> Corman do that, then you were thinking to yourself, I want to be the guy who pissed my dad off. Because your dad was <laughs> genuinely pissed at that dude. You missed the whole point oh, of the story. Oh, what, what, what happened? My dad was, was not pissed. He was making believe he was upset. Wait, ah. you're, wait a minute. You're saying your dad was making believe he was upset at the guy who was making believe? Believe. Oh. Yeah. That is deep. Yeah, that's we deep. We were and, five and, levels and in. I, and I was getting it. I'm like, oh, shit, he's not mad. He's having a good time being mad at him. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's like, he can't do that. Come on, Oscar. <laughs> Saraman, bitch. He go, he go, he go. Come on. <laughs> because my dad did theater and... In university oh. in Havana. Oh, that's fantastic! So, how often do you find yourself in your actings doing some version of your father? Do you ever get the opportunity to do that? Yeah, I did this. The name of my corporation is. Should I say that? Look, people can Google me and get. I want them to get in. I want I them want to, to join your corporation. I did a character in the Groundlings called Professor Reyes, and he was a combination of my dad and my aunt. Yeah. You know, he would speak like, oh, come on, and, you know, and, and you know. And just, what part of it was your aunt? Oh, just her mannerisms and stuff. Yeah. It's this thing. They were both attorneys, my aunt and my dad. Wow. She was uh, in Castro's year. Uh, Fidel Castro went to University of Havana. My dad was younger. Wow. So, but they all went to the same school. But she was in his year. And when she would get mad at me and, like, or be self-righteous, because you could never box her. Even when she was wrong and you're like, you called her out on it, she found a way to spin out of it because she was an attorney. Wow. And she would become indignant. And she would do this thing that I see Castro doing in his speeches. You know how people have like Mussolini reminds sure. us of Trump. Trump has the mannerisms yeah. of Mussolini. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he turns his back and bows to the people behind him and shakes his head mm -hmm. like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the idiot head shake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Castro does this thing where he goes, because you think, and he points, and then he goes, but I, and he turns his head uh, back on himself. Oh, uh, yeah. He, and he does this. A grand hand swoop from the audience back, back to, to him. Himself. Because if you think that I'm I, going to, uh -huh. and he does this to my aunt did this, my aunt did the double This cut. is a double, like, what he's doing right now is a Wakanda look. Before Wakanda, yeah. she would yeah. say, I, I sacrifice for you. I, and they would literally a like double would hand and talk to you kiss. like this. Uh -huh. And I'm like, this is crazy, but that's who wow. they're doing that. All so right. my character would do that. All right. Oh. I am now going to interrupt the talking with the shaking of the cocktail. Now, okay. Because there's a lot of liquid in this. I'm doing two at once, and then I'm going to go back. I don't have to shake again because I have to make one for me. Okay. Before you start, where's the fire extinguisher? By the way, because I don't have insurance on this home, I just figure there's no need to have a fire extinguisher. But he's going to start shaking. God knows what. I don't know. I'm at that point in my There's life. There's only a small amount of flammable fluid in here. Well, I'm not really worried. You've got goggles on, safety goggles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do we Always. need anything or we're no, good? No, no, no. I've Look, seen enough it... beauty in my life. I don't need my eyes anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, nothing flamed. <laughs> nothing Fantastic. flamed. Not yet. Oh, that's the sound of a drink being shook. People at home can hear the shaking, can they? They can hear it. At, at home in their automobiles. Uh, not in their workplaces, though. They wouldn't be able to They're hear it They're not. In you're not allowed to hear it in the world. Look at that. Look at this V8. Beautiful uh, uh, carrot color, light. It is. Light, it light is. Orange. It's a blushing carrot, I would mm, call it. It's a yeah. blushing so carrot. So now, I would encourage you, on the table in front of me, there is yeah. a, a uh, jar of of freshly crushed heirloom grape tomatoes, which is what I... Which, this is what this and, is? No, no, no. Here, oh. here, here. Ah. Oh. Which I crushed up this morning. May I smell yeah, it? Yeah, but get, take a whiff of that because it's so fresh. Put that in your nose. Mm, it's tomatoey. Uh. Now, this is a little bit of Malden sea salt. Oh, what's, what kind of sea salt? Malden sea salt. What does that mean? It's from Malden. Oh, literally, that's uh, the place. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so, and it's like these little flakes of, of sea salt, and it's a little bit of just, 
adds a little something nice to the a little to bite the, to the drink a little bite and now i gotta garnish it okay all right you gotta lower that garnish okay there it is all right so we're garnishing photo. this it's it's two cornichons is a little baby pickles two olives and a cocktail onion Cocktail onion. Yep. Yep. That, yep. Remember the discussion about the cocktail yes, onion? Yes, I do. Yep. That's from uh, Southern Tea. Yep. So I thought, you know, I'm going to get some of those, and now I have a reason to, because I really it's want a shish this. kebab. Yeah. So this is not just a drink. This is, it's this a is meal. also a snack. It it's really like a is. meal. It's like a... It's also a snack. Are you offering to me and Oscar first? I, I am. I'm offering to you guys first. Cheers, Oscar Nunez. Cheers. This is Oscar lovely. Yeah. Tell me what you, tell me what you think. What, what, are, we call, what are we calling this? This is a Farmer McGregor's Virgin Martini. Before I even try it, I bet it would taste good with a bit of spice thrown in there. A Hot. Uh, you, you could, sure, yeah, yeah. A little heat. Refreshing. Oh, that's nice. This tastes like the Bloody Mary without. Um, without sometimes blood. Bloody Mary has a thicker taste to it. I don't know yes. how to describe it. It's refreshing. I taste the carrot, lightly <sighs> spiced. Mm. Yeah. I would add a little heat just because I like hot stuff. Yeah, this there, is there, no there is a little really aftertaste of heat. I don't know what it is. Well, but a little bit more heat would be good. It might be the, the uh, brine. The or it's something. probably a little bit from the brine. There's there's a little. There's like half ounce of pickle brine in there. That's satisfying. So you get, you get That's so satisfying. The, you get all the the benefits of the electrolytes of the pickle brine. I need those electrolyte benefits. You know, everybody. Does. It's like a snack. You want? You're not it kidding. really is. I'm going to eat and drink this. Uh, your dad and um, aunt were lawyers. Was he also a performer, you were saying, or he was just a fun? No, they did the theater when they were in school. Yeah. But he appreciated the the theater and the movies and all that. We lived in, in, you know, skipping a jump across from Manhattan. We would take the bus over to Manhattan. And go to theater? Yeah. They would go see plays and operas and all that stuff. Do you remember the first thing that he saw you in? That he saw me in? Yeah. I don't know. By that time... Because I didn't perform when I was in school or high school. Oh, you did not. I didn't perform until like my early twenties, I would say. And by then, they were like divorced a couple of years. Mm. And I think he might have seen me in Frankenstein New Wave at like La Mama on Fourth Street, like near La Mama. And it was like this crazy like musical stuff. And he might have come to see me in that. So you didn't really start acting until it was this during in college or after college. Or did you go to college? After, I, I assumed. No, I, I went. Assumed. I went to after high school. I went to FIT for like a semester. What is, what is FIT? Forgive me. Fashion Institute of Technology. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I'll be dang. Yeah. And, so you went there, and then somehow you wound up. I went there, acting, and, and then I kicked around a little bit, and then my mom's like, "Well, you have to do, you have to do something." And I'm like, "I want to join the Merchant Marines," and she's like, "No, don't join the Merchant Marines." Your cousin Poopy has a dental laboratory. Why don't you become a dental technologist? With Poopy. With Poopy, because my mom was a dentist. So I went to school. I became a dental technologist. I started working in a laboratory, and before the year was up, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be wearing a lab coat working. Mm -hmm. And then finally, I'm like, you know, what do you really want to do? Wow. You can't get a a buy on charm anymore and making people laugh. This is real life. This is it. What are you going to do? And I thought, well, what do I really want to do? I want to do what Harvey Corman did. That's I never told anyone that. Every time I was funny, people were like, shut up. What are you doing? Don't be a wise ass. Be, and you know, no one was saying, keep going, do stand up. So I picked up Backstage West at Port Authority and I started taking acting lessons, started with commercial acting classes, then drama, then Finally auditioned for an improv troupe a couple of years later and was in an improv troupe called Shock of the Funny. That was in New York. In New York uh-huh. on 8th Street between, between 1st Avenue and Avenue A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long after that, after you started doing the improv things, were you considered, I'm now a working actor? Oh, it took me a long time. I w- when I auditioned for The Office, I was babysitting and catering. I had to work. Yeah. When I came out here to Los Angeles... I think I came out here with like 800 bucks in my pocket. I had to work. I couldn't audition. I mm-hmm. worked for like three or four years before I went out and got an agent. Wow. And manager and started auditioning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cheer- hey, oh, cheers, guys. Oh, cheers I got my drink. So cheers let's, to let's... good friends. Cheers. Cheers to everyone. I'll take another sip with you right mm-hmm. now. Because you almost started middle. singing the Michelob song. We can't, we can't do yeah, that. No, we that was low and brown. So did Office now still had jobs that you were doing while you auditioned for The Office. But once you got on The Office, did you drop those jobs immediately? Not immediately. We got picked up and we were like four shows in or something. And I think Kay Flannery and I were like, are you going to quit? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to quit. Are you going to quit? Wow. She's like, yeah, I'm going to quit. Wow. Let's, let's so you guys like, like made a quit. Because she was waiting tables at Kay Madeline. We, 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 we weren't wow. young kids. Yeah. Um, the only young people when that show started was uh, BJ, Mindy, uh, John, Jenna, 
that's it. Everybody else was like wow. grownups. Wow. And Kate's like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. I'm like, I'm going to quit too. Let's do it. And we quit and we're like, we're fucking actors. Like a lot of people will start acting in high school or college. But the fact that you had done all of that stuff and gone through, I'm not going to be a fashion designer. I'm not going to be a dentist. And stand up was the first thing you tried. You said. No. Sketch comedy. I wanted to do sketch, sketch comedy and stand up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I tried drama first and I like drama. I love it, but mm-hmm. I really love comedy. Would you like to do a dramatic type situation or are you just happy doing the comedy? Um, I, yeah, work is work. I love yeah. just, you know, we went to see uh, Naked Juliet. What was it? Yeah, we were just Juliet Naked. About it. I'm insane. Juliet Naked. And I'm like, look at those guys. Look at that. I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's so good to do, to be out up there working. You, mm-hmm. you know, your whole life you want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then it happens and you know, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I like recently, like last year, I like I said no to a job because my feelings were hurt. And I'm like, I should have said yes. It was with someone who I think is great. And I'm like, why did I do that? Always say yes to jobs. So you know, I'll do drama any whatever. But I love comedy. I would love yeah. to being a good comedy again. There was that rumor about Lucille Ball that she never turned down a job. You know who told me that too? Steve Carell. Really? When we were on The Office, we had a meeting at Comedy Central and I sold a show there called Halfway Home, which Jordan was on, Mm -hmm. and Octavia. Octavia Spencer. (laughs) Octavia Spencer. Award winner. Award winning. Academy Award winner, Octavia Spencer. And uh, so we were like in our second or third season and Comedy Central had a meeting and they're like, we want to do this show. And I'm like, well, I'm on The Office. What am I going to do? And I'm like, Steve, he was walking like in the parking lot or something. We were between shots or something. I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, can I ask? He's like, yeah, what's up? I'm like, I have a meeting with Comedy Central. They want to do this show, and I want to do this. What what am I going to do? And he's like, Oscar, that's not your problem. Say yes to the office and to that show and let everyone else figure it out. Wow. Let your managers and agents figure all that out. That's not up to you. Wow. Say yes to everything. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. Make that hay while that wow. sun is shining. And Greg Daniels was, go, fine. He wrote Gay Witch Hunt, which let me get out for like half a season. Wow. I went and shot Comedy Central. And came back and and I went right back into the office. That's fantastic. We, yeah. We've been watching. Uh, my kids have been binging uh, the office uh, at home, and uh, they love Oscar. They and I've been and so and I, I've been watching. And the thing that I've been kind of marveling at is just how straight you play that. And I mean straight in that, like you're just like on the most even keel, like unflappable. And it kills me because it's hilarious. It's like. There's nothing that gets thrown at you. I mean, that that it doesn't matter how absurd or ridiculous mm-hmm. it is. Oscar is just like, you're just unflappable. It's such a good show. We all found who we are. It was like it happened organically, and the writers were so cool. They would observe you and then write for you. And Fantastic. I guess, and then they made me gay. I wasn't gay. I was just regular. <laughs> and then Greg, how, how long before Greg Daniels made you gay? I don't show? know. Like one season, and there, and then there was a rumor. They're like. They're going to make Oscar gay. They're going to make Oscar gay. And I'm like, that's just a rumor. That's just the writers having fun, being assholes. And then one day, Greg Daniels came up to me. He's like, do you mind if we make your character gay? I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm like, they must think I'm gay. I have a lot of gay in me. Yeah. So they're like, so so they made me gay. And I'm like, oh, now I'm gay. I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, no, you were already gay. Yeah. So just be cool. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. change a thing. Now so, the audience knows yes, you're gay. Yes, yes. No, like, don't no, do no, anything. And that, that was the beautiful thing about it. Yeah, because he has this aloofness. Yeah. Which is a thing, right? It's yeah. like an attitude. A yeah. lot of gay guys have that thing. It's like, I'm not really here. I'm here to work, but you guys don't know my private yeah, life. you don't know me. Yeah. You don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah. Well, it's just which like, is hilarious. It's, well, that was the nice thing, though, about it. It's that it's like, like okay, well, Oscar's out. And then... He didn't change. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and it's like, okay, well, this is just who he is. This, it, he's just this it's such a funny guy. character trait to be benevolent, like above <laughs> it all, just to picture uh, yourself. Yeah, that yeah, it's such yeah. a funny thing to yeah. be, you know? Is that your favorite character to date to play, or is is, uh, is that your seventh favorite? No, I liked it. And on The Proposal, too, I got to do Anne Fletcher was the director. She's like, do your thing, man. And I got to be funny. And, yeah. you know, so those two. On your IMDb, The Proposal is the first thing that pops up. Like, best known for. Pops yeah, up it, up you before. know? Anything, which not, surprised me because to me it's the office you know like just because no, it, it ran it was in 2006 we shot it and it was like we read the script my wife and I were like oh this is funny we're not rom-com people were like this is good mm-hmm. and then I auditioned for it and I got it. I'm like oh my god it reminded me of uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral like mm-hmm. what's that guy's name Beam um I'm horrible with names the British guy uh, in Four Jer- Weddings and a Funeral yeah the guy who played the priest 
Oh, Mary oh, oh, uh, yeah, Rowan yeah, Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah. Oh, for, was, oh, Mr. Bean. Yes, yes. Okay. I kind of like, oh, that's kind of like what he was doing in that movie. I'm like, oh, this character is great. I get to uh, pop up as a different, like, now I'm the mayor. Now yeah. I'm in the grocery. I'm like, what's better than that? You uh, know? Actually, a question from the internet was, how many occupations did you actually have in the proposal and which one brought you the most income? Well, let's see. I, w- I was a waiter at the thing. That's the first time you see me. And right. then I was the dancer at the go-go place. Okay. I worked at the grocery store. And then I wed them, and the, I was a preacher. So <laughs> four four of them. Uh, the most income, I'm guessing, the priest doesn't pay that much. No. Uh, Probably the stripper or working at the grocery store. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you are on the social medias. You did take a break from Twitter is the word on the street. Why did you take a break, first of all? And when did you take a break? Because you took a break before what I perceive to be the craziness started. You took a break before that. Yeah. When people were still twitting ha- happily just no, no, walking people, around Twitter. People were already getting crazy. Yeah. Well, you're right. I can't be light about it. I get right in it, you know, and then I was like defending people. I'm like, why am I defending people? They've got it under control and I just get too emotional and heated over stupid so shit. So you left? I left. You didn't take down your name or anything. No, you kept your name. Because I was still tweeting out like events and stuff, but I wasn't engaged. You weren't engaged with people. I wasn't engaged, man. You were not making eye contact. Nope, nope. But then something pulled you back in. You tried to get out I just got back in what got you back in I was too healthy and happy I'm like <laughs> I'm like this can't be what something's missing from my life where's the pain I need to be mad where's the pain so I got back in and here we are and I'm like you know right back in it and yeah now as a Cuban for Trump how <laughs> is it that you are able to maintain your Hollywood life style well I just think that mm-hmm. people don't understand him okay. he uh-huh. you know when he was a young man uh-huh. and the welfare queens yes. were down in the subway oh, yeah. sprawling on the subway the warm subway with yep. their children running around yep. lying on their mink coats uh, the, Guess the, who was, the welfare queens the welfare queens okay. the black and brown the black and latina <laughs> he was up on top yep. on the surface in the cold in the snow and rain with yep. his blue overcoat Stepping off the curb like a man, hailing yeah. a taxi with his arm, hailing a taxi like a savage. Your dad would be like, look at him, Oscar. Look he's at him. Hail the taxi. Oh, no. he, his father, <laughs> his father kicked him out of the house. He threw cash at him. Dirty million dollars. Get out of the house. A uh, dirty million and bucks. poor Donald had to go. And make his way. Uh, um, but you grew up in New York where he was a fixture there. So you probably have already a built-in attitude towards that. Listen, dude. when you can't carry your home state, New York, New Jersey, and yeah. Connecticut did not vote for this guy. Right. Why? Because we know him. Yeah. We know this guy. <laughs> Bloomberg said, I know a long con when I see one. Yeah. But the whole country didn't want to listen to us. Yeah. And ironically, the South voted for him. There's a word made up in the South. It's called carpetbaggers. They made that word up after the Civil War of guys coming down from the North, selling them a bill of goods. That's what he is, and they can't see it. I I want to apologize for your state for not saying it loud enough. We We did all we could. It was just a weird, perfect storm for this to happen. You know, I get riled up because politics has consequences. Yeah. Even with this madman, this nightmare we're living through, everything's pretty stable. Where I, when my parents had to leave their country, mm-hmm. their wealth behind in their 30s to go to a new country because of one asshole yeah. who changed everything. Because it's a small country, so it happened yeah. quickly. I think people have to realize there are times when one asshole comes in and does a lot of damage. Uh, from your country. Talk to the Germans. There was a guy in Germany Italy? who did the same thing. Yep. There was a guy in Italy. Yep. Every 50 years, yeah. an asshole comes along. Like every 70 years or so, you know, and, he, or and, less, and an he's, asshole comes and, he, and it's the same thing. It's nothing new. They're bold-faced. They're sociopaths. They're pathological liars. It's all the same. They're cut from the same cloth. When he started winning primaries, I just didn't understand what the hell was going on. I don't think that I am any smarter or savvier than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I could see Dude, it's the, crazy. I could see it's the crazy. con. Yeah. You know, because because he's always been a con man. He's always been That's a liar. Been That's a con man. And and I don't understand how it is that people I, actually, I do understand it. I've come to understand it, but at the time, I didn't understand how people were buying it because he was selling them what the, they the, wanted. What, they, they, what they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Forget. I'm not even going to talk about it's, the Russia stuff. He was supported, and he kept going with more support. The Republicans are like, 
Do I criticize them? Do I not? Yeah. yeah. And now, but look, as long now, as they're getting the thing they yeah, want. Look what happened. Here's no. the crazy part, Elliot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, I, I used to, and I still do, when there's any hot news thing going on, I will flip between uh, different stations if I'm watching TV, and I always flip to Fox to see their take on it. I do what, that too. When he said the thing about shooting someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and he wouldn't lose any votes, I flipped to Fox News, and th- at this time on Fox News, they were not Donald Trump fans. They said, is it too late to stop him? They were worried about that yeah, guy yeah, coming yeah. in and messing with their yeah. conservative voice. Yeah, and then they Except them. for Hannity, I guess. Hannity yeah, sure, was okay. Sure. But the rest of them, they were not on board yeah. until right after that, until he started winning all those primaries yeah. and taking... <laughs> Taking people down, they realize, oh, this is the sick horse that we have to ride. He took now. the party. Well, he took over the party. Yeah, he took, and, he then, totally and, and then and then and Fox totally went along. And yeah. they said, and because they, they realized they realized, hey, you know what? All this stuff that he's espousing, really not that far off from where we are anyway. So we might as well just go there. And you know, and I I, I sympathize with uh, you know an actual journalist like uh, or news anchor like Shep Smith, who will periodically just speak you up. know be, and speak up and say, hey. You know, this is nonsense. This isn't normal. Blah blah blah. But then, you know, you got knuckleheads like uh, Tucker Carlson, Tucker 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 Carlson. Yeah. I can't say his name. I don't want to say his name. Nobody until he feels horrible coming out of my mouth. He can't. Say you know, that. who who is just out there, just basically spouting out a white supremacist uh, line night after night, looking very confused while he's it's, doing it's it. Too, it's too late. They, sh- they I don't get it. Once it gets to Tucker and those guys, it's already lost. Yeah, the guys yeah. who should have stopped him and come out really strong at the beginning were Jeb Bush. Low energy and, Jeb and Bush. Mitt Romney, who might come out now and run against him. Yeah. Ted Cruz, these guys, they kind of, they were testing the waters, yeah. but they, they didn't slam him. They didn't well, cut but, him but off. You know, Ted, Cruz, but, Ted Cruz is a spineless worm. That's and, crazy. And, and, and there was no way that he was going to you know come back. When you, when you embrace somebody who says your wife's a dog and your dad helped kill Kennedy? Yeah, and you say I'm gonna I'm gonna put my arms around that. You don't come back from that. And Marco and Marco Rubio, no, another spineless no, twit, yeah, and yeah. then Paul Ryan, another spineless twit. Thank God he's going. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we really went there. We really no, went there. We should have because. And here's the yeah. cool thing: this dude sitting with us, Elliot, yeah. is from Cuba. Cuba. So if you want to talk about a history of a country with yeah. somebody in control that just utterly took over, that's a good comparison. Yeah, well, I'm someone so, uh, who doesn't believe in the free press, someone yeah. who gives speeches that mean absolutely nothing yeah. for hours and hours, it's yeah. very similar stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Their personality traits I have a question. that overlap with despots. I have a question for you, Oscar. Especially, I know in South Florida, a lot of Cuban Americans are Republicans. Especially, ca- and, and also and, just Catholic Latinos are yeah. Republicans. And as well. so you've got family in Florida. Your parent, you know, your parents from Cuba. Is anybody in your family are they Republicans? One or, person. One person. Yeah, one person. Everybody else, because you remember it's a generational thing too. Yeah, so yeah, everyone's yeah. dying off. Everyone's yeah. as older. My parents passed away, but my parents were liberal. My parents were college educated. They were liberal. And yeah. A lot of people are apolitical. And then a lot of people who had their property taking away Ted Cruz's dad and Marco Rubio's parents and, you know, not my parents, but a lot of people hated Castro because, you know, he declared himself communist and they, so they're like, you know, we hate communism. Right. So if you hate communism, then they're on board with you. Gotcha. And that's why they, you know, were Republican. By the way, just so, so people like, you know, think I'm shitting on the country. When we came to this country, uh, I was not put in a cage. We were sponsored by a beautiful family, Bob and Jane uh, Danforth in Massachusetts. They helped us. The guy gave my dad a job in his warehouse. The Catholic Church helped us. We were met with open arms. My parents came to this country, not because Exxon was here and Pepsi-Cola. They didn't care about the corporations that were in the country. They cared about the government. And with all its fault, it's like arguably one of the best places in the world. Mm-hmm. That's why we came here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, we're very grateful. Yeah, But it's sad to see... The checks and balances. That, no, it's gone. That, yeah, the checks and balances are gone because the party that controls Congress right now is not willing to act like the separate and equal branch uh, of government. Uh, that and they even are. before that, they're not playing on good terms. What they did to Obama, blocking his Supreme oh. Court nominee, that's not cool. I, uh, no. That's not normal. No, that's not how you play the game. No, and we made so a they, huge mistake. We made a know? huge mistake not taking to the streets yeah. when that happened. And I think that because I think at that point we all thought, well, somehow, well, Hillary's going to win. The election, and it'll be fine. And I think that complacency that you mentioned earlier is something that we have to get over as people. And I think I think that's happening. But the constant assault 
of something ridiculous happening every day, it can wear you down, and you yeah. kind of and you kind of want to retreat into I don't know a cocktail or go to one of the movies. And I think that's actually good and healthy because you gotta you gotta recharge yourself for continuing the fight. Mm-hmm. But but man alive, it's exhausting. What do you do? Like, do you escape into the world of entertainment? Like on on you, Oscar. Like, what is it that makes you you, you clearly fight, fight the, the fight, fight and you fight? You know, when and, I was in my twenties, I was on the streets. I'm not gonna do that now. I, I did it. We went down to L.A. and marched a couple of times. But I'm not looking to get arrested. And but I think that's good. I think people should go out there. So I fight the fight. I vote. But you have to be pragmatic too. You're like, well, if it, if shit goes to shit, let me take care of my family. Right. Yeah. So what do you do to stay on the upside, on the positive side? You know what I mean? I do most of my criticizing seriously, in a serious manner. But also, I know that my greatest gift to offer any any facet of a conversation is usually going to be comedy. <laughs> so I, I tend to deal with it in a comical way, but that's a serious way. I do that too. I also... What I do now is we join foundations. We support mm. Parenthood. We support Oceana, which is a big deal. And then my buddy Rain Wilson does a lot of charity work. And when he can't do something, he throws it my way. Mm-hmm. And he turned me on to Mona, which is a foundation which is interested in child education worldwide, in particular girls. Mm-hmm. You know, Rain and his wife started a school in Haiti after the first earthquake. They walk the walk. You know, they go down there and they spend weeks in Haiti helping people. And I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I do stuff like that. And, uh, and you're making your, your, your calls I tw- make, twice a week. I make, yeah. my, I make my calls or, you know, contact my, my reps. And then I just, you know, I want my children to understand what's going on. But I don't want it to be the only the thing only that we're thing. thinking about. But you can't help it. My, know, my daughter's yeah. five. She knows who Trump is. Oh, yeah. She's like, that's Trump. We don't yeah, like yeah. him. I'm like, damn right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the 15-year-old boy, just like you have a 15-year-old son. So I definitely want him to be educated on what's going on. Plus, my son, he's a half black and half white. But as far as the world sees him, he's a black kid. Yeah. So you already got to try to instill in him that part of his culture. And just knowing like people are going to look at you in a certain way. But now with this added to it, like it's a lot. It's a lot for people to think about. It, it is. And as a Jewish person, seeing, you know, like these white supremacists, you know, marching like that Charlottesville thing, yeah. I can't tell you how upsetting yeah. that was. Remember, you know, it's it's a lot for us because we know what it is and what's yeah. happening. They don't see it as bad as we do. Well, I, we, I do we remember. We can't put too much shit on them. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. What, no, what do you yeah, yeah. yeah, well, there's a, a couple of things. I remember one time my son, who was a very cerebral kid, uh said to me but is it really as bad as i keep hearing it is because he doesn't have anything to right. he can see it's bad oh, sure yeah. yeah yeah he can see it's bad <sighs> but he doesn't have anything to really compare how bad it is yeah. i can only imagine if my dad was alive after and it, going to world war Two and everything else i know what he would be like with this guy should we turn the should we turn the <laughs> yeah. should we turn the conversation back yeah. To funny topics. When you add the yeah. laugh track, this will be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, to yeah, what yeah. we just did. We have a oh, laugh yeah. track. We have a smirk track. Yeah, what well, we just did. You just drop in your laugh track. Yeah. And- I am happy to be, I'm happy to turn it back to funny. Uh, but at the same time, Trump. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. <laughs> that's some, right? That's some of my bitch. Oh, yeah, he's got the air horn of, of, of pleasure. <laughs> That'll do hey, it. May I ask you a couple of, before we get out of here, air a couple horn of questions pleasure. from the internet? Oh, the air horn of That's what they used to call you for a while, right? <laughs> That's the right. Air horn of pleasure. Air horn of pleasure. Uh, Jeannie Rochard says, my question is, why tulips? It was in one of your headshots that I put up. It was you with a guitar. I think it was available. T- tulips. It, it was in a vase next door. I was like a vase on a table. Do you really play the guitar? Nope. I just hold it. You hold for it. For the shot. You hold it wonderfully. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I played an instrument. Well, you know what? If you really wished you did like hard enough, if you go to sleep, you will be able to play <laughs> that, that, that instrument yeah. when you wake up. I wish there was a pill. Pian- my mom tricked me once. Me. I was trying to learn my... Uh, times tables and she saw how frustrated I was and she's like just put it under your pillow when you go to sleep and when you wake up you'll know it because she just saw I was frustrated and Mm. I wasn't about to go to sleep Mm. and I did it and I went to sleep and I woke up and I didn't know him and I was (laughs) I was pissed at my mom where are you timetables uh, yet another question for him? Uh, sure. Uh, Marquise uh, Olison asks uh, would you guys be willing to perform and social media, I guess both maybe on social media? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, to raise money for progressive candidates and causes. That's sort of related to what we were just would, talking about. Would, would we would be, we be willing, willing to? Uh, I don't believe in progressive candidates and causes. So, no. <laughs> yeah. That was Oscar who said that, everybody. It was. 
I don't know, man. I'm doing a thing for like, uh, uh, they're building electric cars in San Francisco somewhere, and and Marcon and uh, and Jerry Brown are behind it, and I'm going to be doing that. Like you're going to go week. build electric cars. I'm going to go to the factory and the the, the cars. It's like Jimmy Carter. You're like, like Jimmy Carter, yeah, yeah. Right? like Habitat the Tesla for... factory up in Fremont. Are you talking about that? It's an electric car, and they're going to drive it across the country, and they have celebrities at every stop, and we're going to oh. promote electric cars and all that. So all right, that's, that's, stuff that, okay, like that. Okay, so uh, Marquise, the answer is yes. And then just as far as me, yeah. no one wants me to perform. I think that would be a terrible. Terrible thing. I would so. like to see you try some like uh, pole dancing, pole dancing or contortion work. I uh, you could contort. I you know what? When I was muddling the tomatoes earlier yep. today, did you strain I, something? I, think I, I I had a I had a I had a rib cage spasm <laughs> that it's still bothering me a little bit. So I don't know really. The contortion work is really you, for me. You cough and you pull a muscle. <laughs> yeah. It's like what's happening? Another question? Oh please! All right, Andy Lerner asks. Oh, I love Andy. Uh, he says, uh, I think this is in reference to your picture. Who are you mad at? Uh, when this headshot was taken, it, I have no idea. Let me see what's what's the shot. Please forgive me for choosing that shot, but it, oh no, it it's makes, fine. It makes it's me not, happy. It's not mad. That's my sexy, intense look. Okay, there you go. So you're mad at the world for not realizing yeah, exactly. how sexy and intense exactly. you are. All right. Oh, here's a crazy question, man, from Karen Volanda. Mm. Hey, I love Oscar. He is a really nice guy. Now, how do you answer? <laughs> how do you answer? How do that? you answer that, Karen? You are so astute and wonderful. Thank you, Karen. Right back at you. Oscar, you are a really nice guy. Uh, I don't remember when we met or where, and I just don't care anymore. I, is there any way I can thank him for spending time with us? I think uh, if you use your mouth to form the oh, words thank, thank you. and you, then yes. Dude, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, Oscar, where can our listeners find you on the, on the social medias? Where can they see you getting angry on Twitter? I think... Oscar Nunez LA is that my Twitter? I think Why that's am I it. looking at you? I think no, I think that's it. I think it's Oscar Nunez LA on Twitter. Yeah. But are you on the Instagram? I didn't. It is see Oscar. Nunez I want to get on Instagram. How do I do that? You got to call a guy. Phil Lamar can get you on. And and what do I do? Make little movies? Just take a photo. But I want to make little movies. I thought you Instagram can make, was little you movies. You can make little movies yeah. if you want. For how long? How long is what's my time uh, limit? On Insta? Uh, I don't know. I think now well, they just put out. I think I thought it was like fifteen or thirty seconds, and then now they got Instagram TV, and I think there's no time. Yeah, limit. I mean a man like you, you so could you could have this. a twelve hour TV show yeah. on there. All right. We'll uh, that, by the way, great handle, great handle on Twitter. How you mentioned where you're from and who you are. Great handle. This you perfect. mean Oscar L.A.? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. good, right? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Elliot right. Blake. Yeah. Or, or uh, some people call you Elliot Blake. <laughs> uh, where do they find you on the internet? They uh, the can find me at Elliot Blake, E-L-L-I-O-T-B-L-A-K-E, on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow the show. Uh, on Twitter at Gary and Elliot, and on Instagram at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. The show's on Instagram. There is an Instagram account for the show, which is out before the show is actually oh, out. Okay. But yeah. Okay. And then Gary, you gotta forgive me for this, Oscar. I am a very busy man. I have several several uh, modalities that I'm involved in. Consider yourself forgiven. I never have time to look up which I am, but I'm I'm at Gary A Williams and I'm at Gary Anthony Williams on either Instagram or I, Twitter. I but follow no you one, on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. Do you have any idea what I am? Which one? I'm looking at it in? right now if on Twitter. On Twitter, Gary is at Gary A Williams, and on Instagram, he is at Gary Anthony Williams. Okay, there it so is. So I've we've cleared it up finally. It took seven episodes. So on Twitter, I'm whatever he said I was. Gary A Williams. And then on Instagram, I'm Gary Anthony Williams. Now, what's, your, what's your pin code? Nine two zero six. Okay, and that's at uh, both B of A and at Wells Fargo. Okay. Fantastic. Very good, dude. Once again, thank you so much for being here with us. You're so uh, welcome. As soon as we hang up uh, this talk, <laughs> drink with you. I'm going to call that Camel Place. Let's uh, find out. Uh, Oscar, thank you very much. You're welcome, for being guys. Here today. Uh, and guys, remember to always day drink responsibly. responsibly.